Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to year 11 of the league. This is the first and 16 league pod. I am your host, Chris Ferreira, and welcome to the 2021 fantasy football season. I'm so excited to be back on the airwaves with you guys. We've had a long offseason. I think the last time I talked to everybody was about Christmas Day before I was brutally massacred last season in the playoffs. And uh, I didn't finish last year giving you guys the end of the year pod. So um, today I'm going to kind of preview this season and I'm going to do a little bit of a recap on how we ended last year. And it's only fitting that to recap last year, I have to bring on the person that bested me and the rest of us last year. And that is our year 10 2020 champion. Hayden Purdue. So Hayden Purdue will be joining me on this week's episode. We're going to talk about last season, how it ended. We're going to talk about the draft weekend that we just had, and we're going to kind of quickly preview the 2021 season and everything. Very excited to be back on here with you guys. Again, this is the first recording in several months, so apologies if there's some difficulties and everything. Hopefully everything goes over um, well, but we're just super excited for football to start. On Thursday this week, uh, two days. This is Tuesday that we we're recording, and uh, very excited to get football back and excited to be competing with all of you guys. Without further ado, my guest, let me reintroduce him. He's here on the airwaves with me tonight, Mr. Hayden Purdue. Hayden, thank you so much for joining me tonight. How are you doing tonight, my man? Hey, thanks for having me, man. I'm doing pretty good, you know, a little tired, uh, but this is getting me a little pumped up again, you know, reminiscing of my championship days. So, yep. Hayden soldiered through a full day of work and uh, was still pumped to jump on the airwaves with me, even though he has homework to do. But as he said, mm-hmm. this is this is the priority right now because we got football. Yeah, this is more important than homework. <laughs> get, that shit, get that done later. Get that done later. Yeah. So before we talk about the draft and the draft weekend, let's go back in our time machine and talk about how 2020, the year from hell, the year that all of us spent most of the year inside and football season that I swear had the most injuries, the most reschedules, the craziest fantasy season that ultimately led to me and you having a showdown. Um, what are your thoughts? Let's let's uh, do you remember kind of what your your headspace was back late December last year? Oh, yeah, I remember it like it was yesterday. I was. Uh... <laughs> I was ner- I was so damn nervous because it's the farthest I've been in the playoffs. And, you know, I was going again up against you, who was probably like one of the other teams that I was really scared of. So I was nervous the whole game. We were very close through the first uh, games of Sunday. And then all of a sudden, everything blew wide open in the afternoon games. And I wasn't even comfortable with like a 40-point lead. <laughs> that I got real fast. But then once it was like 80 points or whatever the lead was that I was like, okay, now I think I'm safe. Yeah, it was, it was close going in the afternoon. And then literally, I think with the final five minutes of the afternoon games, you just, you cut off like every limb of my body and my head all in once. Yeah. When, when Josh was, Jacobs scored like those touchdowns, that's when it was three, over. Yeah. I think he scored like two touchdowns within like five minutes. And then at the same time, Jeff Wilson scored like two touchdowns within the same time limit. Mm-hmm. It was just insane. Every single one of my players, I think, scored a touchdown that day. 
And Shane got to witness me throw my cell phone against the wall, screaming, <laughs> you know, because he happened to be there with Rachel and Big Bear watching with me. Um, before the championship game, though, there were there were two semifinal matchups I wanted to quickly give shout outs to that got me and Hayden into the championship. I played Mina and uh, I absolutely blew the doors off of Mina. I beat Mina by over 60 points. That was when the Jalen Hurts decided to have his best game of his career. Uh-huh. 40 plus. I couldn't believe you started him. I I, I couldn't believe you did that. It was him or Russ, and I just wasn't feeling Russ. And I just made the gut decision with the like, literally, I think there was like one or two minutes left before the the roster's locked. And uh, so beat Mina. Your semifinal matchup, though, was way more intense. You played Alex, and uh, you were facing Alex, who had the number one scoring team, had the best, uh, his best record of his career. And he had, if I, if I remember, he was beating you by almost 40 points going into that last game, the Buffalo game. Yeah, like 40 points. Shout out to Alex, my Viking brother. You know, sorry I had to go down that way, but I'm not that sorry because I won, <laughs> you know. But no, dude, that one was intense. Like I was, I couldn't even sit down. I was on my feet the whole time. I'm like, come on, Diggs, come on, Diggs. You can do it. You can yep. put, that, put down the best game of your uh, whole life right now. And he did. I kind of, I was so, I was laughing too when they bench digs right after that third touchdown. Yeah. So if you don't remember, if you guys don't remember, it was literally, I think Hayden's losing by 30 plus points and digs has the game of his career. I think he ends up the, with the box score, like 190 yards receiving and three touchdowns. And it was like in the either late third or early fourth quarter, Hayden's down by less than like five points or something like four points and digs catches a touchdown, puts him in the lead. And they sit digs the next that next drive. Uh-huh. And <laughs> Diggs had already had like two touchdowns called back in the first quarter that game. So like the way it was just crazy that he had two touchdowns called back and then he still ended up scoring three that counted. Yeah. It was nuts. Nuts. So yeah. and I had <laughs> Tyler Bass. Shout out to Tyler Bass with those uh, two points that he got me. Yep. So, Tyler Bass. That helped, that helped push me over the edge right there. Uh huh. So sorry, Alex, but it was a great season last year for you, Alex. But uh, you look to build onto that this year. But then yeah. after after those semis, it set up our our matchup, which we all know the result of. But uh, it was um, what I was hoping to be my redemption tour after losing to Brandon. <laughs> and uh, quickly, as Hayden said, I have the box score right here. Hayden beat me, one hundred and fifty one to ninety two. He absolutely destroyed me. One of the worst Performed beating. Like a champion. Yeah. dropping my uh championship record to one and two so uh i'm not bitter i was bitter not anymore (laughs) for for like (laughs) not anymore first like month (laughs) now that it's a new season and we've had a draft and i got a new team now i'm over it and i i I congratulate (laughs) you now you're you're in the brotherhood you got your ring and you got your belt so that's right i love that ring (laughs) by the way man that thing's nice it's so nice and i'm annoyed now because now i think you or yeah, our career record now is four and four against each other. So, and I think Ooh, we play, okay. we'll play against each other again this year. So, oh, all right. Somebody's going to get some, the edge then. I will want some redemption after that loss. All right. <laughs> um, we'll see. So, we'll see. We'll see. Some before we get into I wanted to do again some quick like highlights from last year. Um, and then we'll move into the draft and everything. But uh, some big milestones were met last year. Um, Travis Kelsey, if you guys remember, he set the all-time tight end receiving record in 2020, which is crazy. Frank Gore hit 16,000 career yards and was third all-time. And he's only 726 behind Walter Payton. 
I hope he gets signed by somebody. I don't know if it's going to happen, but uh, he has to at some point. Like bring him somebody back. is going to get injured, and bring he's going to get back. a shot. I think. And then um, Derrick Henry was the eighth player in NFL history to have over two thousand yards rushing. Arguably, in my opinion, could have been the MVP of the NFL. Like he had such an amazing. Yeah, year he last was year. Uh, insane. He carried that team on his back. Insane. And then the big highlight, which I highlighted at the draft, was Mike Reza got his 99th career loss and we will uh, see <laughs> if it's this week or next week or what week it is that he's hitting number 100 <laughs> whenever he plays andrew that's when he'll get uh his loss i'm assuming yep exactly um <laughs> one other shout out again i wanted to shout out uh marcus escobar again the week that i should have recorded and i didn't was the christmas game that alvin kamara set our new league uh. record 155 yards and six touchdowns, a league record, 53.2 points by Marcus. That was a highlight from last year. Insane. Too bad it uh, it didn't really mean anything because you weren't in the playoffs. But could you imagine, like, having – having Oh, my God. Having Kamara just – imagine if you were lost and had Kamara on your team that week. Right? Oh, <laughs> that actually happened to my brother in an, uh, a different league. He had Kamara, and he still ended up losing because everyone else shit the bed. Oh, my God. I was like, dude, that sucks. He was still in the playoffs already, but still, it was really funny to see. That is brutal. That is so brutal. Yeah. So, so yeah, we – we. I mean, I, I just wrote, we made it. 2020 was an insane year. Blessed that we were able to at least just finish a whole season. I mean, last year was probably one of the craziest football years ever. Um, because of just week to week uncertainty. And uh, every week I felt like we thought the season was going to get canceled. Games were being uh-huh. moved around and just happy. We were able to finish it with no asterisk, no nothing and everything. Um, any last words on 2020 before we move into our new year, Hayden? Uh, I was just a crazy season. Like you covered it all though. It was just so uncertain every week. It was like, Somebody gets COVID and they're like, okay, now you're scrambling to find someone to play. And so I'm glad that's for the most part, some somewhat settled for this coming season. So mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like, well, it's a lot more certainty week to week. Definitely. Yeah. And now that we no longer have the keeper thing, people don't have to worry about holding people. If they're having a bad season or they get COVID or they're out, just dump them. You don't got to worry about yeah. like, stashing them and everything. Exactly. Um, yep. So again, congrats to our 2020 champion, Hayden Purdue. But that was in the past. Now let's move on to year 11. (laughs) We just finished, well, I guess now we're a week. We're a week plus out uh, from the Donda Temecula Marietta uh, draft. One of Donda listening party. Donda listening party. We have two people here that stayed there all weekend. We were, we rode it all the way out till Monday. We went to Denny's that that next morning. Um, That's so good. What was this the best draft weekend that we've ever had, Hayden? Um, I'd probably say yes. After it was all over, I like actually was taking a minute to think about it, and it was between this one and uh Brago Springs, mm-hmm. which Brago Springs was just awesome. We have like all the great videos, Brago Springs, <laughs> you know. Uh, it was it was just hot as hell there. We and we didn't have a pool, so. But this one was probably the best one. We had Donda going on. We had a couple of uh, proxies who turned out to be pretty entertaining. <laughs> yep. You know, Toby Killerson over there. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I think this one was probably the best one that we had. I mean, I, time. I was 
that pool in the backyard was just like so clutch just clutch. like yeah all, clutch all day people in and out from the hot tub to there cameron made uh-huh. a good point too he's like because we drank so much beer that 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 weekend yeah. more than we have any other draft and i was like why is this year so much different and cameron was like dude we have the pool we can cool off now and we can drink more like jump yeah. in the water and everything i'm like oh that's so true yeah yeah we how much did we drink the first night we were the like first, already almost out the first, the first night. night we drank like over 200 beers yeah i told you that wasn't gonna be enough i told yeah. you that like a week before i was but going yeah, off it was, the henderson draft because the henderson draft we were a little bit chiller last year we yeah really didn't drink so, as you much. know it was covid was going on you know we were in mm-hmm. vegas but we couldn't like be in vegas exactly yeah you know that hot tub in vegas was pretty dope though yeah eight guys in the above ground hot tub <laughs> that was pretty cool <laughs> yeah this this draft i mean aside from the one moment that was just like really awkward where we had an uninvited guest storm in and and yeah dream about a couch being moved and and everything like that um yeah. see I like think- <laughs> that wasn't that didn't affect me too bad because i was in the can so <laughs> i i i heard everything going on but uh, i was just sitting there like damn what's karen doing here yeah and then by the time i was done she had left already and i was like damn what the heck just happened yeah for for marcus and brandon that weren't there it was literally just like we didn't lock the front door there was there was a huge like fire going on on the other side of the mountain (laughs) that we had no clue was happening and then she said she was the homeowner but i talked with the homeowner and that was not her so i don't know who she was maybe she was like the real estate agent or something but she just storms in and immediately starts like oh, oh, oh my god why is the couch there why are there so many people here why is there 16 cars yeah, here and flipping out like freaking out and there was no nothing written when i booked the place about there being too many cars in fact like how isolated we were it's like why is that an issue if we have too many cars it's not like we're on a road Exactly. Like, is, is the state really, or the, what is it? The county she was talking about really going to drive by and give you a $5,000 citation? No. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, that, well, there's a fire going on. They got bigger things to worry about. Exactly. We yeah, should have so- just left, we should have just left all the cars there, honestly, because like, that's, that wasn't our problem. It wasn't listed on the, you know, mm-hmm. instructions or anything. Yeah, that was annoying. We had to we had to move a couple cars and everything. Thankfully, everyone was a good sport about that. Yeah. But we had that like did, that did kind of zap uh, a lot of the people uh, for I think the middle of the part of the draft. Yeah, but we were able to turn it back up later than that. So yeah, we had to take our like break in round four. Usually we don't yeah. break till like eight or nine, and we were like sitting there for an hour and a half basically. Yeah. And was it like round 12 or something? You're like, you guys want to take a break or keep going? And everybody's like, go, go, go. We we're just <laughs> go. trying to get that shit done. We lost way too much time already. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the draft was awesome. If you haven't gotten to check it out, Andrew edited us a sweet little GoPro video of the entire weekend, which was really cool to uh, reminiscing. I love watching that thing, seeing all the beer bongs that we we're taking, watching people yeah. fail miserably at trying to <laughs> put puzzles together. <laughs> I was good. Hey, got it. Andrew got that good shot of me uh, almost solving it. Yeah, that was the the picture that he had of the three guys in the corner uh, failing on their puzzle. And you hear Mike, Mina, you're a teacher. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mina, Mike and Toby just struggling hardcore. Yeah, that was funny. That was such a good video. I'm glad Andrew put that together. He did such a good job on it, too. 
Good job, so, Andrew. Good job, Andrew. MVP. And he was rewarded with the number one pick. So uh, rewarded in that sense. But uh, yeah, it was such a great weekend. Uh, I don't know how we top something like that. I would, I was asking everyone, I'm like, would you guys want to go back to this house? And I'm like, aside from Karen barging in, that's like <laughs> the only like negative of that house, but everything else was perfect about it. So yeah, we'll see. Think, for, we'll see for future drafts. Yeah. In the future, it's got to have a pool or it's got to be like waterfront property. Yeah. Like a lake or the beach, something like that. Totally. Yeah. And that view, yeah. that view that we had. Oh yeah. That view was insane. Was I, I just went out there almost every morning, just sit out there and just look at the view mm-hmm. five, 10 minutes. Yep. Just have and your coffee was, in the morning. Uh-huh. I think it was Sunday. That was like one of the best piss sessions of my life. Just <laughs> peeing right at, peeing right out into the view is just amazing. Nice. I wish Andrew got a shot of that because that would have been great. Andrew, uh, that first night, if no one remembers, set up his tent outside to try to uh, get astrophotography, and the sprinklers came on and uh, soaked his ass in the middle of the night. (laughs) That was funny. So funny. So overall, great, successful weekend. Love getting to see everybody. Uh, Again, we had 14 of the 16 there. Our two proxies were really entertaining. Michael Sherman did a great job. Great impression on the entire league. A lot of people love uh, Sherm now, so who knows? He might have yeah. just like, slid his name into uh, one of the front runner spots for if a spot opens up again. So he drafted. I thought he drafted Marcus a really good team. Marcus was yeah semi like a, he didn't like the team, but I feel like the team was okay like, that he drafted it. Yeah, and then like he's made a couple of roster moves that I was like, huh. He made a okay. huge trade literally just earlier today. Him and Brandon, the yeah. two proxies, decided to swap like half their team together. I know. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like Brandon got the shit into the stick there on that trade. But uh, I mean, he got his guy Herbert. So yeah, he got the he got the Herbert cool. Allen stack, which Brandon probably wanted. But Marcus got Stafford and Kelsey, which is just like okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not it's, bad. It's not bad. I think it's good for both, but I, uh, I, I'd say maybe Marcus got the better end of it. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Sorry, Brandon, but yeah. your team still sucks. <laughs> Toby just screwed, <laughs> man. Never, never uh, allowed to proxy for you again. In fact, Alex won't even let him probably come back to a draft again. I think Alex wants him there so he can keep <laughs> Alex on his toes. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um dra- uh, oh alex and toby was so funny oh my god no the, the awkward okay here's my little toby rant the most awkward was when we were inside and i can't remember what we were talking about but we were ta- it was me you alex and toby and toby like got in your face like remember he, like, yeah i was like what the hell dude and me and alex were looking at each other like what the hell's going on yeah i was just like staring at him like what Dude, and he looked at me like for a full three seconds, didn't say a word, and because we were talking about basketball. Basketball, that's how right. I was gonna. Me and me and Andrew were gonna whoop on uh, Esco and Mike in the morning, mm-hmm. and then he steps up to me like five million years later. He's like, "Oh, what did he say?" He was like, uh, "He said something about you can't can like this. you can't score on me or something." You can't. Yeah, he was like, uh, I may not score on you, but you damn sure aren't going to score on me. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay, dude. 
but it wasn't even like just walked away. It wasn't even it's like, like jokey. It was so awkward because he no, like it was like right into your face. Yeah, it was. He was like so serious, like out of nowhere, like yeah. It was just like so confusing and awkward, and I didn't understand why he uh, he did that. There were lots of occasions where yeah, it was like that all weekend. Alex was trying to like be friendly with him, talk about the Falcons, and was struggling. So uh huh. Yeah. And then I think. Th- the next okay. day, um, after we were done with basketball, me and Andrew won, by the way. Andrew, oh, yeah. my guy. Um, after we got inside, I guess Toby was sitting there, like, in his, like, athletic gear with, like, a knee brace on and everything. Like, he was ready to go play <laughs> basketball. Someone said that, like, he was waiting to, like, try to get next game or something. And I would just walked. I was like, oh, well, we're done playing. So, <laughs> sorry, Toby. <laughs> Or Toby. Plus, it was I felt bad, you. kind he, of, he but like not really. You should have asked somebody to be like his third, so then you could have done three on three. Yeah, maybe, <sighs> maybe. Uh, Brandon he might have thrown somebody off the cliff there. This is y'all your fault, Brandon, for having a child. Okay, um, <laughs> and this is your penance. How this dare season, you having having the worst team for not showing up? Yeah. Yep. Have sex in like October <laughs> to avoid this kind of thing. All right. Yes. Get yourself a July baby. Exactly. Be smart. So uh, looking at the draft, looking at the draft, um, were you satisfied with your team? Did you get uh, most of the guys you wanted and everything? No. No. Uh, (laughs) Straight up, no. Uh, I like like my team for the most part, but after the draft, I realized that I reached hard on uh, Michael Carter. Yeah, because like before the draft, I was like, oh, no, no one's going to pay be paying attention to this guy. I can get him early. And uh, then when I looked up uh, the guy, it was apparently the Jets are doing a running back by committee and they're going to be trying to use like four guys is what they're saying. Oh. But like the couple weeks prior, it was like, oh, Michael Carter's going to be the guy. He's going to be the guy mm-hmm. coming out of training camp, coming out of uh, rookie mini camp. It was like all Carter. So I was like, OK, cool. I can jump on this guy. But. So we'll see what happens with it. Um, you know, I don't know. And then I did, I had to take Odell at that fifth round pick, which I was kind of, I don't like having Odell on my team. No, but if he stays healthy, then I'll be fine with it. So he'll be, he'll, be, he'll do his job. I think. Yeah. I was the same way. I felt like uh, I was in an awkward spot because I was the, I lost the entire draft competition. I'm the only one that didn't make a fucking cup. <laughs> so I'm the last, last fucking choice. And, I was in like no man's land and I'm happy uh, with the first pick like Najee Harris, but like everything after that, I was just in such an awkward spot that I had to, I should have took probably a running back with my second pick, but it was in that weird area mm-hmm. where like that next tier of running back, but they're still the best wide receivers. So I feel like once exactly, I made that decision, yeah. it like my, my draft went in a different direction than I had planned and then I was reaching on 49ers yeah. that I wanted. And, and then I was really hoping uh-huh. to get Oster or Sermon, one of them, because I had basically punted RB2. And they both got snaked before me. And then I just like, I was like, oh, fuck, whatever. Fuck running back then. I'm just going to take all wide receivers. Yeah. And now I'm looking at my team like, what did I do? And I think I told you this, or I yeah. told somebody that I was like, half, two years in a row going to the championship. I know this is like, the struggle of, of winning, but yeah. I don't, I don't want to go to the championship <laughs> a third time and lose you're a third time. Just, you're just shooting for middle of the pack this I'm, year. I would rather just shoot just for like, mid- 
yeah, just just barely make the playoffs maybe or win my division or just like I don't want expectations this year. So I'm perfectly fine with just having a fun year. Uh-huh. I kind of drafted players that I just want to root for all year. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. So like, another <laughs> thing was like I, di- I didn't like my draft position at three. Mm-hmm. Like I had the third choice and I knew one and two were going to pick uh, picks one and two. But I was thinking about jumping back to nine. Because that's where I drafted last year, and I was able to draft mostly a championship team there. But Derrick Henry was just too good to pass up. I, yeah. I've wanted Derrick Henry for the last, like, three years, and I finally had a shot. So I was like, all right, I'll go to third. But you gotta I just – You got to keep your Titans, man. Your Titans won you a ship. I know. Year. I didn't get to get any of them. <laughs> I, only got, I only got Derrick Henry. Every, all, all my Titans kept getting a snake right before – I could get him. I would have had a whole team of Titans if I could. I was honest. I was trying to build an entire 49er team. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You know, so in one of my other leagues that I run, uh, Robbie Kreider, right? He proxied for, you know, Robbie. Yeah. He, for uh, Alex. Yeah. So this is his first time back in fantasy football in like four years or something. And he drafted all Dolphins players. Amazing. His first round, his first shot pick was Miles Gaskin, and then he went to, and he was like pick eight or something. Mm. Miles Gaskin, pick eight. (laughs) No, no, no. He did, he did Tyreek Hill, I think, and then he did Miles Gaskin, or the other way. Either way, he picked Miles Gaskin too early, and then he went with like McLaurin, and then he went Tua, and then he got all the wide receivers. (laughs) I was like, bro, I love the commitment, but bro, bro. You got a kicker, it. defense, Gasecki. He's got like three bench. <laughs> Waddle, <laughs> Parker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you've got Waddle, Parker, and then Will Fuller also. Amazing. Like, All right, man. I love that, Robbie. That'll be interesting. <laughs> Good. That was, it was really funny and entertaining. Was there a player that you went into the draft wanting to get and they got snaked and you were super, like, pissed about it? A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. Yeah, he got picked like three picks before me. I mean, I got Justin Jefferson, so I'm fine with fine with it. But like, it was all my Titans, you know. I wanted Tannehill. He got picked like I was gonna wait around for him, and then he got picked that round. Wait, did I get Tannehill? Who's my quarterback? Oh, it's Kirk Cousins. No, it's Kirk Cousins. Eh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, honestly, there wasn't really like anybody like super crazy that I really wanted to go and get. I was just kind of letting the players fall to me. I mean, obviously there's the guys you want, but there's nobody I was like super pissed that got taken ahead of me. Kyle yeah. Pitts kind of actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alex like, taking back to back tight ends. Yeah. That was, I, I fuck you, Alex, bro. Like <laughs> you already had Kittle. You didn't need Pitts, And that's why I picked Odell. Cause I was panicked a little yep. bit there. I am. Um, but yeah. I, what about you? There was never really, I think, a time. It's probably every round early when a running back. I've just always like, oh, the running backs that I would target that round, they'd get taken, and I'd be like, ah, oh, the next tier of running backs I don't like, I'll wait. And then I'd get around, and I'd do the same thing, and they'd all get taken, and I'd be like, fuck, there's better wide receivers. So that was annoying. Um, probably I'm going to look back, and I hope I don't regret taking Calvin Ridley over David Montgomery because that's who I was looking at taking in the second round because he had such a good year last year and i hope uh, anthony ended up getting him and i was a little him. surprised that you yeah, yeah i was a little surprised that you took him so early like in front of 
few of the a few of the top wide receivers yeah, in I my took opinion him in, were took top him in front of DeAndre receivers. Hopkins. I took him in front of uh, AJ Brown, uh, AJ Brown Justin, Cal- Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, Terry McLaurin. I mean, all those guys. I just loved. I had Calvin Ridley last year, so I just yeah. wanted. I mean, to he roll. killed it last year, and now he doesn't have Julio, and but. he's like, yeah, he doesn't have Julio to take the attention away. So now he's getting top coverage. So. I just know I just know not difficult. taking a running back in the second round is going to come back and bite me this year. Yeah, so. I was just it was tough for everybody because there was 15 running backs gone in the first round. Yeah, we set so a league record with the most backs taken in the first round. Yeah, it was slim pickings in that second round. And who's the only one that didn't take a running back? Toby. Toby. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Toby. Toby. Really it <laughs> all. He didn't pick a did he get a running back with his third round pick or no? Third, he went. He went. Um, okay, Kelsey Miles and then Gaskin. Diggs, and then he took Gaskins. Okay, yeah. Then he went Stafford, and yeah, those, shocked three everybody. of those three of those four picks are no longer on the team. Yeah, literally, like all those players are gone except for Gaskins now. Yeah, <laughs> RB one, RB one. Nice. <laughs> so it was a good draft. It was fun. Uh, aside from the little like break that we had in the middle, like I felt like it went pretty well. We did a bunch of beer bongs in it. And it was it was a very successful, probably one of the better drafts we've we've had. Yeah. Um, Even with that like little fiasco, it was still like better than most oh, of the yeah. drafts that we've had. Probably still so fast. Yeah. Huge open space. People could go out on the patio. People could jump in the pool. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, okay, that, that was draft. Let's let's now look forward and preview kind of uh, all our divisions and look at week one a little bit more specifically. We'll go division by division real quick. We'll try to rapid fire through this. Um, our four themes. We'll start with your division first. Mortal Kombat. You got yourself, hey. Escobar, John, and Anthony. Um, reigning champ, Young Ho Khan, uh, Raiden's ragtag combatants, and Cinderella story. Cinderella story. Uh, you want to tell me no Rella story, maybe what's your favorite name and who's your favorite or who's probably the, the person that you're a little, the most worried about in your division. Okay. So John definitely has the best name of the, of the division mm-hmm. Raiden's ragtag combatants. It's solid. Solid. Good job there. Uh, I like Esco's is clever. Um, I like mine just because I'm the reigning champ and mm-hmm. I like rain as a character. So it was cool. But as far as like the quality of the actual name, eh, you know, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't like Anthony's name because I don't like Sindel as a character. I think she sucks. He only picked her because she but, has big tits. That's what he said. All of them have big tits. Like <laughs> there's no character on the old Mortal Kombat games that doesn't have big tits. So that's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> but Anthony's team is the team that I'm most worried about taking uh, the division from me. So, but I mean, he's got a, he drafted a really strong team. Good job, Anthony. You did. You had a really strong draft this year. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure you're going to screw it all up with a couple of trades in the next few weeks here. So looking forward to that. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Other than that, I'm not really – I think I'm probably number two in my division, if I'm being totally honest. I think mm-hmm. uh, I have the waiver wire savvy to make some moves and uh, get that top spot, though. So, 
Yeah, power rankings post draft. I think Anthony had the best draft in your division. Oh yeah, you and Esco, and then John, which John. I actually like John's team though. When I look at it, kind of he's a little like shallow at running back, but I like a lot of his other positions. But yeah, I think like you yeah, said, he's Ant- got. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I like like John's team is I I do like John's team, but I'm not like that worried about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like. He could have like he's like one of those boomer bust teams. I feel like like they could all shit the bed one week and they or they can all just go off. Yeah. So that's John. John. John probably is like that's yeah. my life. So that's John. That's John's <laughs> strategy every strategy. year. Escobar, <laughs> let's see if you can get over the hump this year, my friend. You finished five hundred like back to back years, so I know you got something to prove there. Um, and now you now you're Mister Target on the back, Hayden. Everyone's coming for you. That's no okay. Longer, I- no longer the underdog. That's okay. I'm will- I'm willing to take it. Yeah. Bring it, motherfuckers. <laughs> Let's go to the next uh, next division. We have King of the Hill. We have Dan, Andrew, Brandon, and Mike. We have the Rusty Shacklefords, the Cincinnati Boomhowers, Locket Sand, and the Wematanye Wematanyes. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know about that name. <laughs> Who's your favorite name, and who who thinks the front runner? Uh, what's that? What's that last name again? Wimitanye, Wimitanye. It's from the the pilot episode, the very first episode of King of the Hill. Oh my god, that's <laughs> hilarious! That's my name. That's my favorite one now. It was yep. Locket Sand because, like, I catch myself on the daily just being, like, oh, Locket Sand. Yeah, out mm-hmm. of nowhere. But Wobatanye, Wobatanye is like <laughs> fucking hilarious. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's awesome. So that's probably my favorite one there. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love that one, and I love uh, I love Andrew's photo. He's probably my favorite photo. He's got Joe Burrow with a Boomhauer's head on it. Yeah, I love that too. Like mm-hmm. he's got the best photo for sure. Yeah, Cincinnati Boomhauer's. It's so simple, you know. He's repping his team. I like it. Yep. Who who do you think's uh, the front runner in this one? This is kind. Of, this is remember. This is like three fourths of Studio Ghibli last year, which was the worst division like <laughs> ever. So they got the a lot worst of division. Three out of four of them are there. And then you have like the worst person from your division, the Jurassic Park division last year. Yep. Who had a proxy who, had, who, who got had a the proxy. worst draft. <laughs> <laughs> Lots to dive into in this uh, in this division here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Mike, though, definitely drafted the best team for sure. Um, trying to look at some of these teams here. Dan had a really good draft, too. I like Dan's team a lot. Yeah. It, it, aside from Brandon's proxy shit show, the other three – had yeah uh, when i did the grades the other three were all in the top six in grades really yeah mike had the uh, first one dan was second or third and andrew was like fifth or sixth yeah i'm looking at cincinnati boomhouse right now and i'm digging it like it's really nice yeah his running running back depth is nasty andrews yeah as long as they stay healthy like that's a solid ass running back uh crew right there Mm mm-hmm and Dan, Dan got Mahomes and his receiving cores. Now Dan's the one who who snaked AJ Brown from you. Yeah, he did that bastard. I had no idea he was looking at AJ Brown, and then all of a sudden he was gone. I was like, you motherfucker. And then, like you said, Mike Mike uh, won the draft award and got the Ju- or got the uh, Jerry Judy Alabama jersey at the draft. So yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah, shout well, out. To well Mike. done, Mike. Well done. Mm-hmm. So who who are you picking? Who's who's your preseason pick uh, in this one? You know what? Mike did have the best draft, but I feel like Dan is going to come to play this year. And 
So I think Dan's going to take it. And I like Dan's depth uh, on his bench there a little bit more yeah. than uh, the other ones. So I like that pick. I like Dan's team. Um, last year I picked Mike to win this division and he fucking choked it away. He had a huge lead and he let Andrew catch him. So yeah, I'm, he had it last Mike, Mike, you had it last year. You dude. had it and last year, all, Mike. All of a sudden. And you choked your choked the second half of the season. Um, I, I should have traded Dalvin Cook. Yeah. So, Mike, you got to prove me wrong. I think it comes down to maybe Andrew and Dan. And uh, I think I I think I'm going to pick Dan, too, because I like his team. I think he wants to prove something this second year after yeah. last year. Um, Dan was like super way more active this draft than his first first draft. Oh, yeah. Than, uh, Henderson. I feel like now he's a little bit more comfortable with the whole group and everything. Yeah. So, uh, excited to have Dan here. I, I think Dan has a really good team. Agreed. Agreed. All right, let's go to the third division, my division, the WWE division. We got Cameron, Kyle, Alex, and myself. You have Gronkamania, Sweet Chin Music, Shannon Sharpshooting, and Stone Cold Kittle. Favorite team name and front runner. Okay. The team names are really good in this one. Your name, Stone Cold Kittle, is awesome. But Kyle coming in uh, with sweet chin music, although it would have been way better if he used the spelling of Jeremy Chin's name. But <laughs> yeah. I know he doesn't like to use team players in his team mm-hmm. names. But I don't know. I might have to give it to you just because Kyle didn't do that. I love uh, I, me and Kyle talked a lot. We were trying to come up. We spent probably a week, me and Kyle, trying to come up with a name for um, John Cena. And we just like couldn't come up with one that sounded good enough. And then I made a joke about how he should be the heartbreak kid because he always loses every year <laughs> on Michael's nickname. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then when he started looking up Shawn Michaels and he saw his finishing move was the sweet chin music. And he loved he wa- he ended up watching like a YouTube video of Shawn Michaels just sweet chin music and people for five minutes. Boom. Boom. The slap, the slap <laughs> every time. <laughs> and he like was cracking up and I was like, dude, just pick that one. And, and so I, I love that name too. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I like, uh, I like his, t- his name the best for sure. Yeah. And um, who, who do you got the front the, runner? I don't think it's front me. Runner, I don't think it's you either. Uh, no offense or anything, but no, I, I know I my draft think... was not that good. So, and there's a couple guys in there that I feel like have better drafts than me. You know, uh, at the draft, I really liked, um, Cameron's draft mm-hmm. um, and now he's got digs that motherfucker so but he's kind of lacking at quarterback and tight end so Kyle also had a really good draft too so I kind of thinking uh Kyle's team Kyle had I don't a great know. draft until the JK Dobbins news came in and that yeah ruined his running backs it did like he's still not in a I mean he's in a bad spot for running backs but he picked up a couple of guys that might work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that, if that Tyson Williams guy turns out to be good, then maybe he's he's replaced Dobbins. Yeah. You know what? Uh, for the front runner, I'm going to go with Alex. I would go with Kyle if it wasn't for the J.K. Dobbins thing. Mm-hmm. And no offense, Kyle, but you're kind of a bad bet. So you got to <laughs> kind of prove me wrong for me to bet on you. Um, so I think I'm going to go with Alex. I do like Alex's team. Obviously I'm biased. He took George Kittle. I think he, you know, the Dalvin cook, Lamar Jackson combo, his yeah, receivers. I'm nasty. a little like, 
questionable on the fact that his best receiver is a rookie. And but yeah. then again, last year he took Justin Jefferson and he had that amazing year. So who knows? Exactly. Maybe Alex knows something. I'm going to go though with Cameron because I, I said at the end of the draft, I was like, Cameron's receiving core is filthy. And then he was able to make it improve it even more by trading for yeah. digs. like those four going digs, CD lamb, Tyler Lockett, Deontay Johnson. I think that's the best four receiving core in the entire league. Oh yeah, for sure. Filthy. But the only, the only thing is a quarterback. Like I've been on, I've had teams where I didn't take a quarterback till way late and it's kind of screwed me. So yep. now I always take a quarterback a little bit earlier, except for that is true. If two, year, so. if two of struggles that could hurt him. Exactly. So, but he does have the ammunition. If he, if that does him, he can probably trade one of those, put a package together to try to get a quarterback. Yeah. Yep. But in terms yeah, I would of say that Alex, core of skill players, I, I love Cameron's skill players. Yeah, he does got a solid team. I'd put, I'd give Alex the edge, and he's got the playoff experience. But uh, Cameron's got a shot. I'm just trying to not get last place. That's my goal. <laughs> just no Sacco. Just no Sacco. Now that I got a championship, that's my goal every year. Is just no Sacco. No Sacco. every year. That's my goal. And then our last division is the community division. We have Mina, we have Marcus, we have Gabe, and we have Shane. You have. The darkest timeline. <laughs> you have uh, the TO on the Starburns. You have Annie's boobs, and you have the Greendale human beings. <laughs> you you've Great. seen Community, right? You've, have you yeah, seen yeah, okay, yeah. I love I love Community. Nice. If I wasn't in my division, I probably would have jumped into Community. Mm-hmm. Um. So as far as the names, I've got to go with. Oh, Man, you know what? Annie's boobs is so good. Yeah. It's just, it's good. It's so community, you know, Annie's yeah. boobs. But the darkest timeline, I really like that. I think I'm going to go with that. I like the darkest timeline. That's one, like, if somebody hasn't seen the show, they will have no clue what that one is because it's like yeah. the, like, really, like, niche inside joke from the show. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's why I think that's why I like it the best. I like Marcus implementing like an NFL player into his team name um, with T.O. And, but I have to go with Shane's because of how <laughs> creepy the actual yeah, human being the- mascot is. <laughs> yeah, the photo is like on point. <laughs> photo is so disturbing. Greendale human beings. It's just the creepiest mascot you could ever think of. Ever think of. This this division though is the toughest one for me to pick on who I think is a front runner. I don't know who's the front runner in this one. Honestly, they have a everyone's got a really solid team. This is, mm-hmm. I mean, this Mina drafted all these guys because he thinks they're the best, the uh, best of the best. You know, he wanted the toughest division and they got it for sure. I think mm-hmm. they all drafted pretty good. Um, I would probably give the edge to gabe though i really liked gabe's uh team coming out of the draft mm-hmm. and uh he took a couple of guys that i w- that i was really looking at in the draft he took them uh the round i was gonna take him he got them like 10 picks before i could get him like Tannehill, i love you know love Tannehill. that's my guy yep uh and i i wanted to take a shot on julio this year too i was waiting on him uh but then he got taken a little earlier than I thought he would. And then Elijah Moore, I think Elijah Moore is going to be a stud. He's not projected for a lot of points and he's a rookie, mm-hmm. but I feel like he could be rookie of the year. Yeah. So I love, um, 
I also love Gabe's team. I think yeah, last year I said when he made like the big uh, fab move for Miles Gaskins, when none of us really knew who Miles Gaskins was, I was like, dumb yeah. decision. And he proved us all wrong. And yeah. then this draft, he took like Gus Edwards, I think in like the fourth or fifth round. And this was before the damn Dobbins news. And I was like, uh -huh. that's really early for this handcuff. What the hell are you doing, Gabe? I, and then the fucking injury happens. And now Gabe has three good running backs. Yeah, three solid running backs. And uh -huh. Gabe said that like he was feeling, he felt a lot more comfortable at this year's draft too. Cause last mm -hmm. year he was the rookie, you know, he had him and Dan kind of had the same feeling going on. Yep. So, and I feel like both of them drafted a lot better because they were more comfortable too. And he has who I feel like could be, the like breakout player this year in Antonio Gibson. Like, I think he could explode and he got him like yeah. pick like 13 or 14 or something. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah that, was, yeah. that was nice. So I like, I like his team, obviously Mina's team. Uh, I love, I, I, I think I made a joke to him. I was like, Oh, Jalen hurts kicked your ass in the semi. So you had to draft him. huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jalen hurts might, uh, I think he could have a good year as long as they Philly stops messing around with their quarterback situation. Like, yeah. How are you not happy with the guy after what he did last year? Like, I don't know. I don't get that. It. That could screw me and his team over. If all of a sudden yeah. like two weeks in, they're like, all right, Minshew you're in. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. that's, I don't know. That's yeah. why I never, that's why I didn't want to stay away from him because Philly's not even sure about it, which yeah. doesn't make sense to me, but you know. And Marcus, now that he made that trade today, I'm looking at his team and I, I, yeah. I like it now. Now that he has Kelsey there and he's got Mixon and Carson and Stafford, uh -huh. who Stafford Loki could everyone, you know, hyping him up now that he's with yeah. McVay. Dark horse MVP right there. Mm -hmm. And then Shane, Shane has a solid team too. I, I like his running back situation. He's got three solid running backs, got Aaron Rodgers. Um, his receivers might need a little work, but he's betting on some guys to have uh duplicate maybe the year they had last year, like in Beasley and, and uh, Curtis Samuel. So this is gonna be a tough division. I don't know who's gonna win this one. Yeah, I would I'd give the edge to uh Gabe. I think he's gonna step it up in his uh second year, picking a couple of uh sophomores uh yeah. this year to to take their division. I think they could do it. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna do a shocker one. I, I think Gabe probably has the best team. I'm going to pick Marcus because <laughs> we said, I want Marcus <laughs> I want Marcus to make the playoffs and maybe win a championship and have it because a proxy drafted his team. Yeah, that would be awesome. Marcus, <laughs> so <we did> <laughs> I hope that happens to you, Marcus. I really hope that happens to you because we will hang it over your head for life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'm not going to win the championship, I hope it's you and you did it with a – proxy drafted team i mean it would be only fair right that we would have to put sherman's name on the trophy as well too right yeah we have to like <laughs> we did that with uh with andrew Gio and uh and or andrew and what's his face alan so, yeah yeah <laughs> we, we would have to put sherman's name on there and then we'd have probably have to kick marcus out and put in sherman yes i mean it'd be only fair right <laughs> <laughs> marcus is like it's Fuck you, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. You can't do that to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all so love, funny, Marcus. Buddy. All love. All love, buddy. Nice. So great divisions, <laughs> great themes this year, guys. I'm excited. Uh, the first uh, division get-together is September 19th. It's in two weeks, and it's going to be at Marcus's place. Uh, Mina and them are all putting it together. So September 19th. I think that is week two or three. I think it might be week three of the NFL season. So uh, if you can get so. that Sunday, um, come hang out. They're setting up like a thing over there. Yeah. We actually, uh, Mortal Kombat division 
decided on a day for kind of decided on a day, but okay, I won't cool. share that and steal anybody's thunder. Like, oh, nice. we, yeah, suppose, we supposedly did that last year. You don't want to pull a Shane from last year. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm going to be respectful and I'll wait a couple weeks. Yeah. Be respectful. <laughs> um, okay. So we got, uh, got our division preview out of the way. Let's uh, we'll wrap this thing up real quick. We'll do a little week one uh, matchup of the week. Uh, remember also too, guys, we have the survivor series this year. So every week, even if you start stumbling out of the gates every week, you want to put your best foot forward because you have a shot at winning a hundred bucks at the end of the year. As long as you just don't finish at the bottom uh, of the totem pole in terms of scoring every week. So who, who do you think's getting knocked off this week? Any bold predictions week one? Anyone? Mm. Getting, I honestly think I might, my team I mean, it's, show up. I might get the, the lowest score. It's gotta be Brandon. It's gotta be Brandon, right? It's gotta be Brandon. Like there's no other person. It could be in my opinion. Yeah. Brandon it's, with that. <laughs> it's just an absolutely terrible, terrible, draft. terrible team. He's trying to make some moves, but I, I just don't see it working out for him. No, nope. at least not this week. On to um, our matchup of the week. I'm looking at these matchups, and uh, off the top of my head, probably I have if I have to go matchup of the week, I think it has to be you versus Anthony, the defending champion against Anthony, who. At the moment, I think is projected to score. Oh no, Mike has him beat out, but um, he's the second highest projected score. Oh, never mind, he's third behind Alex. Either way, defending champ yeah. versus another champ. That's my pick, probably for matchup of the week here, week one. Do you have another uh, one that you want to highlight, or is that also your, um, your bias saw, pick yours? I mean, I I do like mine. It's I think it'll be pretty close, but. As far as the projected scores, the closest game is Keo versus Dan, so mm-hmm. that's gonna be in, that's gonna be interesting. But um, I also like. Let me see. I I like Cam- I like, like Cameron versus Alex too. I did, I was thinking about that one too because like they're pretty good friends, and I feel like that could be the beginning of a cool little rivalry that we might have in here. Mm-hmm. Um. We also have the the athlete bowl, Marcus versus Shane. Who's the better athlete between the two of them? I so, thought it was Marcus versus Brandon was the whole athlete thing. That's the who's the better uh, runner? Who's the this better sprinter? The, the sprinter. This one's the inside <laughs> joke from the wedding about a couple people not being athletic. Oh, like yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> that would okay. That'll be that'll be a good one to watch too. Yeah. So like, thinking, my, I, <laughs> go ahead. I think. Uh, I'm going to give it to Cameron and Alex because I don't want to pick myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think they both got really solid teams. And I think this will, you know, we both, we picked, you picked Cameron, I picked Alex. So I think this will kind of show us uh, what direction the division might be going. I like it. I like it. Good picks. All right. Um, that's going to wrap this thing up. All right. It was short and sweet. I think we got everything in under an hour on here. We talked about last year, uh, finally gave Hayden his props, uh, previewed the season, talked about the draft. Um, Hayden, I want to thank you so much for being the first one on here. Apologies again that we didn't do this at the end of last year, but, uh, I'm happy to have you on here. I want, uh, you are more than welcome to join this, uh, throughout the season whenever you're able to and stuff, but just thank you so much for jumping on with me to start the year. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on, man. I always love doing this. Uh, you know, I'm 
ready to do it pretty much every week. I don't know about all that, but uh, <laughs> I'm always always willing to come back on the show, you know. Cool, so, man. And I, I want like to talk show. I want to give everyone a shout out to for joining the charity bowl that I set up, the Barker Bowl. Um, shout out. So I think like over three fourths of you guys jumped in uh, on this 48 person tournament. It was a nightmare to try to get 48 people to sign up. <laughs> We've done three of the four drafts already. The last one will be tomorrow. And uh, you can follow that on the website. We'll be posting the results on that charity tournament. Really cool uh, way that we're going to end up being able to donate over $1,000 to a charity at the end of the year. And the winning team, we're going to get a sick trophy made up. Um, and I'm probably going to get a signed jersey of the winning team's favorite team as a prize to them at the end of the year. So nice. I know Hayden had his draft. Yeah, I do want to thank you. I, I said, I do want to thank you for putting that whole thing together, man. It's like, just feels really cool to be a part of something like this, you know, with mm -hmm. all these teams, you know, going for ultimate bragging rights, but more than that, you're trying to put money towards a cause that you care about. So nice. I appreciate you like getting everybody all wrapped up in this and like trying to put this thing together. So thanks, man. And I know, I know you put in a million man hours into this thing too. So I appreciate you. I love it. It's so fun. And again, I love just doing it. Anything that can get us all together and uh, all of our league events and stuff, it's worth the man hours that I put in because there's other leagues that I'm in and it's just like, yeah, we do the draft and then it's like, that's all we do all season and just look yeah. at box scores. And it's what makes our league so fun. We just do all this extra stuff and it's worth it. It's a lot of work, but it's worth it. And the charity thing's sweet because we're, we're now going to create a way bigger fantasy community now there's going to be so many people that i know from college high school from living in la uh, south dakota that i've brought into this thing so we'll create an even bigger fantasy network um yeah. and who knows that thing could be something that we do uh as a tradition going down uh the line and everything so cool cool yeah that cool. sounds awesome sounds awesome thank you so much Hayden. we're gonna wrap this thing up thank you guys again you're 11 prestigious league that we have created and we got you're 11 you're 11 uh good luck everybody this week and i hope everyone has a great season this year stay safe stay healthy and thank you guys for tuning in this is us signing out peace out everybody Deuces. <laughs>